recording. What's going on, people? Welcome back to another episode of the Build Up United Lose One Two uh, to Fulham. I'm redoing that. I, was, I, I forgot the score. What's going on, people? Welcome back to another episode of the Build Up United Lose at home to Fulham at Old Trafford, two to one. And uh, breaking news: we're shit. Um, we are absolutely terrible at the sport of football, and this is going to be somewhat of a therapy session for us. Uh, I'm joined by Hassan and Shez. How are you guys doing? Yeah, uh, yeah it's, it's obviously it's a tough one today. This is some will say it's been coming with the performances. Some will say that you know this has kind of been the trend throughout the whole year since since the Wolves game. You know there are worrying signs since day one. And I think this is kind of the nail in the coffin for this manager for this season and for United as we know it as a whole. What were your guys' kind of thoughts on the performance in the game today? Start with Hassan. Not much from, not different from previous games, but we saw the front three, new front three, and, you know, the, the other dynamic was Carinas throughout the whole of this year. With Rashford on the left, Hoyland in the middle, and Garnacho on the right, but we really missed Hoyland's presence in the middle. Obviously, Rashford was he, he had a lack of service too, but Hoyland gives you that hold up in the middle. But you know, we just we just couldn't we just couldn't keep the ball in the middle. None of them really could. It was just shocking to see, man. I don't know where to start. I, I think. I think this was coming, but we were just waiting for when someone would expose us this bad, especially at home. And full yeah. of it. Yeah. That's just my thoughts. I don't I don't see anything improving. I don't it's just we are one step forward, two steps backwards and I think this is where they've hit rock bottom. I think this is where most people and even sort of some players will accept that. Some things aren't working, and some players will also accept that their future isn't really at United. Yeah, uh, similar thoughts, man. I think um, it's one of them ones. It was coming. It was definitely coming. You know, we've been seeing the stats going around the whole last week. You know, the amount of shots that we're facing every single game. I mean, it's just not sustainable. It's one of those things. Like, cool, you've got the forward sometimes that might be able to outscore um, your opponents, but. I mean, we were without a centre-forward today and it showed, um, you know, without Hoyland, because he, well, I mean, pretty much it was his goals that were winning us games. You know, the last five, six games, it was his goals that were kind of, you know, pivotal to us winning those games. And without him, um, yeah, we literally just, I don't even remember, like, a proper, proper good chance, really. Like, we weren't really making chances like that at all. Like, even in the other game that we were playing, like, at least we were making chances, we were missing chances. Like, we... We knew that at least we had, you know, we were spurning chances. But, you know, today we just didn't, we just weren't creating anything at all. It was just so slow. There was just no one connecting play. I mean, we don't have that anyway. But, you know, no one really stepped up. Um, bar maybe Galacho in the first half a little bit. But even then, it's just, like, just tired of it, man. It's just it's ten hard, man. Oh, I'm tired of it. Yeah, I mean, let's, let's get into the, to the manager a little bit because I think with the Hoyland injury, it was literally the worst possible person that could get injured, right? Because he has been 
obviously winning us games with his goals and him being him being like the the central point and and leading the line allowed us to create this new like really good dynamic with the front three right Garnacho on the right Hoyland through the middle obviously and then Rashford on the left and the thing that I didn't get at all like we got the force in news yesterday that he's probably going to be in for a start and I think all of us expected him to play through the middle as sort of like a false nine. We've seen him come on um, for Hoyland a few times, uh, made a really nice movement to drag defenders away for for Manu's goal. And Ten Hag decides to shift the entire dynamic, the entire chemistry that has been built um, with these players in their positions, playing Rashford um, up up through the middle in a position where he's never really flourished this season, moved Garnacho back to the left, which I thought he actually did okay on the left, maybe his best performance on the left, but still not what we've been used to seeing um, for him on the right-hand side. And then you play Forsen on the right. So we're basically moving our, our best two attackers um, <laughs> on the pitch out of their best positions to accommodate Forsen, who hasn't played on the right wing this whole season, I don't even think. I just I didn't understand that whatsoever. Yeah, I, th- I, I really thought Forsen would play up front. When the obviously team came out, everyone thought the same. And when we started playing, it was Rashford through the middle. It, it was always going to be tough for yeah. any centre forward apart from Hoyland to play in the middle. You know, Tosin had a really good game. Bassi had a really good game. They're both really strong and physical centre backs. Yeah. And then you've got obviously Anthony Robinson on the left. He's quick. He showed his class against us. So it wasn't going to be an easy game for any attack. But even then, we 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 just we couldn't find spaces we thought Fulham would sort of sit back a bit but they came out they started pressing us aggressively and I think that our left hand side defensively it was really suffering with obviously yeah, with the last train yeah and, you know the guy, bro. Casemiro, all, yeah. all of them we were just getting done in transition they just sprinting back even on the ball we just Led to so many turnovers. We just, we just couldn't keep the ball in the middle. Casemiro, Bruno, you know, mm. literally all of them. To be honest, Garnacho was the only one I thought was respectable. Um, yeah, I just don't know where to start and finish. It's... Yeah, man. It's, um, it's yeah. Go ahead, Chaz. Yeah. So it's um obviously Lindelof. I understand. Like I understand. Cool. You have no other left back, but. It's just one of the, I just I just keep thinking about like the fact that we let go of regular. Like, I was thinking about I was like, you know, why are we letting go of regular? Um, when we at least like I was thinking, surely we're gonna bring bring in another fullback or maybe we're gonna promote Alvaro and start using him, and then we ended up what learning him out as well. So we're left with no left back. I was thinking, you know, you're relying on Luke Shaw for the rest of the season, which we know like how important Luke Shaw is to us, but we also know that, you know, he is quite prone to injury, especially recently, and we know that he's. He's probably very likely to pick up an injury again if we, especially if we overuse him and we rush him back and things like that. And when you have no other left back in the uh, like fit left back in the club, even if he's not hundred percent fit, you know Ten Hag will probably use him, and that that will that's obviously what happened. Um, so again, it's one of them ones where obviously today's result and today's performance, I I do think it it does lie heavily on the fact that we didn't have a centre forward, um, and. The fact that obviously it was Lindelof at left back rather than an actual left back, but then that just goes back to the decisions that have been 
made, you know, about the left back position and about the you know centre forward position as well. Because you know, why haven't we reinforced in those positions? I mean, did we want Champions League football in general, or were we just thinking, you know, let's just ride it out to the summer? Um, so it's a question definitely worth asking. It's just just one of those things that I was thinking about. I was like, you know, surely this is going to come back to bite us, and it already has. Like, it's just crazy, you know. We started twenty twenty four, you know, really strong, and we hadn't lost a single game until until today. So it's just annoying, man. Like we were actually doing quite well, you know, Hoyland as well. We we knew Hoyland; he has his own, you know, injury problems, and we we had to manage him better as well. But yeah, it's just it's too annoying, man. Like yeah, I thought the club would have known that Malassia wasn't nowhere near yeah. fit. He had the surgery, and well. Reportedly, he had a, another surgery because his first one didn't go well enough. Or it, it just—I I think they botched it. So some—that's—that's that's the words I heard. And then he had to have another one, so it's basically times two. So if the club yeah. knew I mean, that happened, I don't know why they let Regulon go. Why didn't they didn't sort of think that? Obviously, Luke Shaw's injury prone and Wambi Saka as well. Would you say injury prone? Yeah. He, he misses quite a lot of games. He, he goes missing randomly. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, the club should have been smarter in that aspect. But for me today, it was again we we tried to sit in a mid block. We weren't going full pressing, and there were still gaps. We were compact, but we were still getting ripped open. Two three passes, a few line breakers from Tosin and mm. Fulham were already in our box. So just. It's just yeah, it really bad. It's the same shit every yeah. every week, it's, man. It's crazy. It's like literally our. Pr- it's like we talked about this last or whenever the last episode was about. It's like the worst of two worlds, right? We're playing a mid block, so we're not um, com- uh, fully committing to the press, and then but we're still giving up an incredible amount of chances, um, in in still playing this mid block. So we're kind of in a limbo of sorts, and. Yeah, it's just confusing as to like if it's Ten Hag not being able to communicate what he wants to his players, or if this is genuinely what he wants. Like, it, I just find it so hard to believe that any sensible coach with his sort of experience would want to play like this. Like, it doesn't, it doesn't make sense. That's the scary thing, isn't it? Because it's gone on for too long for it to be just on the players. I think. Like, right, you know, yeah. Yesterday, cool, at the start of the season, we were thinking, you know what, it will improve over time and things like that. But it's just, like, it's gone on for so long. And he's just, uh, you know what I don't like about it? He just, he's always just looking like he's all right with everything. Like, he just doesn't, it doesn't seem like he shows any emotion sometimes, like, on the on the touch. Like, it doesn't seem like he, he kind of gets through to the players and gives instructions properly. Um, and it kind of shows on the pitch. Because even when something's going wrong during the game, and again, it just comes down to his game management, which we've been all been so critical of for for how long now. But um, I mean, it showed again. Like it, we saw the problems; we were getting ripped again today. Casemiro, um, yeah, I don't know what he was doing today. Like he was he was committing. I, I think there was I saw a clip uh, going around after the game. I think he went he committed for the press, and then we were literally just left with so much space. And then I think it was it will be driving the defense. And he ended up taking a shot, um, but he ended up going wide. But again, it's just one of those things, like, if you keep doing that every single game, you know, unless you outscore your opponents or unless you get really lucky and you, you rely on your defence, you're, you're going to lose the game, innit? That's just the case. And 
again today we we tried to rely on Varane and Maguire like we were saying like last week we relied on Evans um Varane Maguire in the first half as well I mean Maguire got booked and everything so it's just not sustainable man like we're just asking to get you know we're asking to get hit in a break we're asking to you know concede goals and it's just I don't know man I don't get what he's what he's trying to do it doesn't make sense like has he not seen it? Has he not understood where the problem, like where the issues are? Like, there's got to be people telling him. He's got to be. He should know himself as well. So, oh, yeah. what did you guys, guys make of the the? Oh, sorry, Hassan, go ahead. Uh, th- I thought some of the turnovers came from us being really horrible on the ball, especially yeah. on the fielders. I thought yeah. Bruno and Casemiro didn't have their best games. It's yeah, and, Dallow as well. He was giving it away. Yeah, Dallow was poor today. Yeah, I, th- yeah. I thought Forson was, you know, it's hard to play, but he was also in possession. Yeah. I just, I just don't think he's ready yet. I don't get, I don't get why Ahmad didn't get a start. It, yeah, it doesn't make sense. Yeah, it doesn't make sense, especially if he was gonna play him on the right, right? If yeah. he's not, if he wasn't playing through, if he was playing through the middle, I get, I, I completely understand it. But if you're gonna start someone on that right hand side, exactly, it's gonna be Ahmad surely, like. Yeah, why would you why would like he's, he's not got like any senior like experience really. Ahmad he's played a, a year in the championship. Like it just makes much more yeah. sense to play you know, against a team who can be quite physical. You know, you would rather have Ahmad there. Like Roto. Yeah, but... championship is quite physical, so he 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 is sort of ready for this challenge. I, I don't yeah. know Tenag's thinking with I think it's something to do with the contract situation actually. Because Forsen's contract ends in the summer, and I think they want him to sign the new one. So but why yeah, why did he manage for Hanson Aaron then? Isn't it? Like, oh, it doesn't make <laughs> sense. It's, nothing adds up, bro. Nothing wrong. adds it's... up this season. It's just limbo just... until yeah. summer. It's just players they gotta carry us through. That's it, really. Well, it is, we're relying on yeah, relying on the forwards <laughs> to kind of deliver. Front three and in Frey. Yeah, Onana Onana was good. Good. Today. Onana's yeah. uh, facing twenty shots a game, like every single game. Yeah, he's facing around twenty shots. <laughs> uh, and if if you look at the attacking momentum, that the graph that we put on the Twitter, and you see the attacking momentum, it's just all Fulham, and then it's us. For the last part of the first half, and then for the second, last part of the second half, second half yeah. <laughs> it's like we were. It's like it was at Craven Cottage, but they were playing at Old Trafford. I don't get it, yeah. especially at, in our ground. We shouldn't be getting dominated like that one. Yeah, nowadays anyone can come to Old Trafford nowadays. That's what it feels like, isn't it? It's like literally before, before we used to have people actually scared to come, but these times it's just you know it's Man United nowadays. It's like. Oh yeah, we can we can have a go at these lot. Like we can we can take these lot on, and especially with you know the injuries and stuff. And um, I mean, a damage Imagine bringing him on up against Lindelof. Like you're asking you're asking to just rip him apart. And I mean, by the end, I think it was Maguire. He got Maguire got cooked. Um, what what did you think of Eric's substitutions? Oh, horrible, man. Horrible. <laughs> horrible. Ericsson for Forsen, bro, at 52 minutes. It, is, it doesn't make any sense. And then Ahmad for the last, like, 10. Ericsson looked cooked. The defense oh, he's so, so cooked. Bad. He probably wasn't even expecting to come on, to be honest. Yeah. And then, I'm not thinking, let me just collect my wage and go, man. <laughs> yeah. And then Anthony comes on. Anthony comes on for left his birthday. Back. Left back. Left yeah. Back. <laughs> last 30 <laughs> seconds. <laughs> 
The prophecy is fulfilled. It was the most. It's just like every game I watch for this season, it it doesn't go smoothly. It just it just angers me. Like watching towards the end, I'm like, what's going on here? It's like if if I was playing that team right now, I'd feel embarrassed because every team they play against, they get popped. Like it's like every team just looks like Barcelona against them. Especially today when Fulham were passing us around. I think before the game, I put a post up saying we. We were going to hold more of the ball. We did anyway, but I thought we'd hold more. And I thought we'd try make Fulham presses and play through. But what we wanted to do to them, they did to us. It was like the flip side of, you know, they were Man United and we were Fulham. That's the way we played, really. Which is crazy. I think stat here that United have conceded 435 shots this season. Second highest, I think, in the last... I think in the last five games, it's 100 shots. And City have conceded 150, 157 on the whole season. So yeah. And they're not, even, they're not even longer in shots. Yeah. They're all shots in our box where yeah, yeah, our yeah. defenders, they're like backtracking and defending. Their they're decent chances. Man. Like, that's what I'm saying. It's not sustainable. You know, you can, we, we, could have, we could have conceded some. five, six goals in yeah. our last five games, like each. As well, for sure. What did you guys make of the uh, the Ten Hawks quotes after the game, saying I, I think, the bigger picture? I think he's good. a man who's accepted his fate. Really, it, yeah. them yeah. sort of quotes—they come out from managers when they're at the end and they've got really nothing to say. You know. Yeah, he's just a waffle. It man. feels like he's when Shred said something that you need some manager with character and someone to solve. Motivate the players with their words, and I think Tenard's just the epitome of that. I just, I don't see like his statements. They don't really motivate the players. I don't see him doing it on the touchline. It's if he's also almost as if to me, it feels like he gave up trying since that Brentford game. Really, when we won, it's just nothing's been sort of drilled into the players. They get in one week, one 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 game a week. It is, and we're still not seeing anything. I just, I feel like he's given up. Really, that's the thing too. It's like we get one game a week, and we think, okay, we're gonna get more time on the training pitch. Like, Less just just lock in, yeah, lock in on one game, and just. But the, the football has just not been any better whatsoever. Yeah, and Eric Ramsey's gone now as well. People thought he was our set piece coach, but he wasn't. He did way more than that. And Ten Hag's chosen not to have a specialised set-piece coach. And we conceded from a corner. <laughs> Get another set-piece coach. Like, how many times, man? It's literally the same game. I watch the same game every week. It's just, do we, do we, uh, are we clinical or not? And today, it's just, for the very first, like, five minutes of that game, I could, I could tell you exactly how it was going to go. I knew we were going to lose from the very yeah. first it just had shades of like that of the Bournemouth game, the Crystal Palace game, like those sort of performances where we just like I I didn't know how we were gonna score ever. We ended up scoring like the jammiest goal ever, and then yeah, conceding off a set piece, conceding in transition. It's just it's the same stuff, man. I just yeah. I don't know where we can possibly like because we have a we have a big week coming up. We got the FA Cup knockout game. And city, I'm like, how do how could we possibly? Where do we go from here? I guess. 
Yeah, that's I, the thing. You know, where you say it's not, it doesn't matter about tactics anymore, it matters about results. But yeah. I think that game today, it went past the point of just getting results. I think it's really demotivating for the players, you know, when you're there and you're running around and, you know, they're just creating overloads in certain areas and you just don't know what's going on. You're not getting any help from... Well, you are getting help from the coaching, but it's not the best, is it, when in transition there's massive gaps, even though you're not even going as a full press. And, yeah, yeah even some players, they, they can't keep the ball in the middle of the pitch. Casemiro's just awful, man. Yeah, Ericsson as well. Ericsson. Bruno. Ericsson's yeah, a little backboard, you know what he is? Ericsson's like, oh yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll go into space, I'll find the space, but what I'll do, when the centre-back passes it to me, I'll just pass it straight back to him. And let me keep my like, passing accuracy high for the stats. Yeah, yeah, he wasn't That's taking it. any risk. Right, yeah, he's, t- he's got space yeah. to turn and he won't do it. And Bru- yeah, Bruno as well, he doesn't really turn out, does he? Like, he, he, he looks just, gassed, man. I think yeah, there's an instance in the yeah. first few minutes where he got a pass and he had space in front of him and he just quickly passed back to Casemiro on one touch. Yeah. He could have just turned and you know played in the left winger, whoever it was. Yeah. But yeah, what we lack, man. We just we don't don't, no one player, turns man. on the half half turn. Yeah, no one can play in the pockets. No one has the yeah. agility, physicality, the like a like Odegaard type, and it's just oh god, it's just I, for a second, for a split second, I was like, okay, the football isn't great, but like we're getting results, and with this front three, like anything yeah. can happen, right? And then that yeah. Hoyland injury, just like. For real, that's just what like, killed me, it bro. killed me. It killed me, bro. It's yeah. just like oh, yeah. the one thing that couldn't happen. Like this, is the one thing we have is the front three, and now that's gone for the foreseeable future. Um, you know, Mountain and Hoyland sitting up there today. It's good to good to see Mountain is alive at least. I haven't seen him in, <laughs> since since God knows when. Since that FA Cup game against against Palace. Um, oh, yeah, man. I, I, I just don't know. I just don't know. The, the what I want to see is if we're sitting in a mid block. Uh, at least I want to see us prevent chances, but we can't even do that. Like we're sitting in a mid block and we're still getting popped, and they get in our box way too easily. I, I don't get it. Uh, yeah, I just feel like it's like they didn't want to. I don't know if it's discipline. Like, cool, if you're gonna just sit back, yeah, can't do it, then, isn't it? But it's just yeah. I don't think they want to at the same time. I think some of them they just get too excited and they'll just end up running forward and uh, yeah, they'll think, just give acres of space. That's just what happened. I think there's a disconnect. I think it's because of the half sitting, half pressing sort of tactic. I, yeah. Everyone yeah. says you can't, you can't be half half. In half five, yeah. You have to, you have to be one, not the other. It's yeah. Otherwise, it does cause confusion in the players, and I think you can see it when they press. They just leave gaps because oh, we don't know if we're gonna sort of press this guy and then will he cover but no like example is Casemiro just pressing forward in uh, forward, pressing forward in attacker's zone leaving the middle and then it's just uh, like a domino effect it, some players have a mind of their own and some just it's so annoying man that first yeah. half versus Wolves like we was top man like off the ball on the ball it was all good yeah it was looking great yeah. um Again, it's just one of those things like Ten Hag. He just doesn't know how to adapt. Like, cool, fair enough. You're gonna lose players, yeah. But we've seen so many teams. Like every, we've had our injuries have been crazy, isn't it? Cool. But other teams have also suffered suffered from injuries, isn't it? 
and a lot of them they still play the same. Like you can see that you can see they still got that same sort of, you know, the same sort of identity. It's just, just the same sort of play style, really. It's just different players there. Um, but with us, it's just like once he gets one or two injuries, that's it. You can't hack it. And cool, you got a right footed, you know, Lindelof at left back. I mean, he's not really good enough to play centre back, let alone left back. So, um, cool, that's a disadvantage. But still, like, there's got to be some, like, try and make up for that. Then, if you know you're gonna have that's a weakness, then cool, you got to adapt to it. Um, but again, it's just, I don't know, man. He's just asking to get rid. I look back at the TV and Arsenal scored again, man. Oh my god. What's going on? Saka just three. scored. It's it's just all yes yeah, three now. Yeah. All our rivals, our top three rivals, are at the at the top of the table, and we are one of the worst footballing sides it's I've ever sad, seen. This is just it's just pain, man. It's pain, and at least we at least we have Ineos, man. If we didn't have Ineos and the Glazers were still here, uh, I don't know what I would do. I mean, like the Glazers, are t- I guess, still here, but in terms of the footballing yeah, side of things, the thing. like at least we can look. Yeah, I got. I, this is one of the one of the few times where I truly just like. I think I'm fully like, this club has has taken everything out of me, man. Like, yeah. And, but the one thing I can say, I guess, when when I was thinking about this, is like because we're talking about like the disconnect between like the instructions and and what the players are doing. One thing I can't fault is I don't I don't question like any of the players' effort. I think everyone's playing like genuinely as hard as they can. I just think on the pitch, like it's just simply not working and, and things need to change. Would you guys do something now in terms of the manager? I'll leave that one to Hassan, man. Oh, I'm not sure yet. So. Hassan? Sure. You there, brother? You're on mute, I think. You know, give me one second. I'm just starting small. No, you're good. I'll just cut this out. Leave Arsenal up three now, man. Crazy. Can't even hate watch. <laughs> Newcastle are meaty this season. Okay. Yeah, that's bad. I can't lie. He's gone for five. You'll pause it for five since then. Like, since that bit. What did you say? Like, pause pause it for a few minutes since that bit. I can just... Uh, yeah, just give me a few minutes. I can minutes. just cut it out. Yeah, yeah. Just stay on, yeah. Give me a few minutes. Just do
Yo, yeah, sorry about that. I just had to move my car. Someone was here. No, you're good. Um, we were just talking about like the manager situation and if we would do something right now, if you would do something right now. Um, so you can just go there. The last question, Shreds was like, I'll leave that to Hassan so I can just cut until you talk right now. So do you want to go to Shaz first, though? No, Shaz, I asked Shaz, and he was like, I'll leave that to Hassan. I'm not really sure right now. So you can just go. Oh, yeah. So do you want me to start? Like, three, yeah, three, just three. go whenever. Do we start? Yeah, yeah. Um, it's, it's been recording the whole yeah, time. Okay. So the manager situation, I think we should go for Amorim, really. Uh, but I think... There are options, and we're not limited in this market, especially, but we need to move quick. And Nagelsmann, I don't know, Shez, what do you think? Nagelsmann, Amarim, or who do you go for? Yeah, for me, I can't lie, I think I like Nagelsmann. I like Nagelsmann, um, I like both of them, from what I've seen as well. Because um, I've seen a lot of people Yo, speaking as well. Could you hear me there? Yeah, yeah we can yeah. hear you. Should I start again? Yeah, yeah go ahead. Shall I yeah. start again? I think it's because my Wi-Fi was... No, we I'm, we I'm could here. hear you, Hassan. Oh, I mean, I'll bring him in. Um, but yeah. Yeah, yeah do you want me to start now? <laughs> we're good. We cocked that. We You're good, that son. Let's, no let's go. I, I'm just let him go again. Let, <laughs> let me go again. Just, <laughs> just go, man. Right. So, on the manager situation, I think Amorim, Deserbi, but a name that's been popping up in the last few days is, of course, Nagelsmann. But then I think Liverpool, Bayern, there's a lot of clubs looking for new managers, really. So, to be honest, I'm not sure. It's Base, the manager based on me is one who can obviously coach coach a proper build-up, but I want the focus on pinning teams back. If I want to see like evidence of the certain manager knowing how to keep sustained pressure on teams because I feel like with the attacking options we have, they need to be more involved. They need more touches on the ball. We are a transition team, but there should be a better rest defence behind them so they can recycle play in the middle. When you've got players of the quality of Mount, Bruno, Rashford, Garnacho, Hoyland, Ahmad, you know, if we bring in Alise and if, if we bring in another striker, whoever we do bring in, United aren't, we're not going to be playing transition football throughout. We, we can't play direct, but for me, the next manager, he has to show he has to show evidence of knowing how to coach an attack that you know sustains pressure. Yeah, that's my thought. But I, I'm not really sure who Nagelsmann feels like he would be a good option. But yeah, yeah, no, I agree. I think it's just about you know I want a manager who just like Hassan was saying, you just want someone who will be able to dominate dominate games really like cool. You know, we know what we are right now, and we know that we're just relying on counter attacks. And you know, 
our defence saving us and goalkeeper and whatnot. That's that's fine. But that's not sustainable and we will know that as well. So I think it's just about finding that manager that, that will be able to help us, you know, dominate games, sustain pressure, create chances. Like, I don't want a manager who, you know, just wants us to pass the ball sideways, this and that and that. Um, you know, we want we want to be we want to be dominating games with purpose, and I think that's 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 the most important thing. Because at the end of the day, you know, when you're a goal down and it's the second half at Old Trafford, Stratford, and what happens? It's like it's like the it's like the field is literally tilted. You know how they say field tilt? The field should literally be tilted, yeah, and the ball <laughs> should just be going towards you know Stratford end because we should be dominating. It should be us. Like today, that's not dominating. Cool, we had the ball, yeah. And cool, we're, we're kind of, you know, we're, we're trying to get forward, but, you know, we're not creating chances like that. We're, it's almost like we were just praying and hoping, you know, a little bit of a lucky cross or, you know, I mean, the goal came from Maguire holding it up. Um, and then it was across the, to the back post. Bruno just managed to get a shot off and then, and then Maguire taps it in. Like, that's, they're not the chances. You're not going to get that sort of chance. I mean, you want to make clear-cut chances as well. And that's one thing that we don't do enough, Um and yeah, in terms of the actual manager, who it is, I'm not sure. Amarim Nagelsmann, like Hassan said, they're two who have obviously been mentioned within the fan base. But um, Aburo, this I'm this I'm not even gonna get too excited because I mean I thought Ten Hag was that guy, but he's not. He's just not that guy. So, I mean, whoever comes in, you know, they need to be back properly, um, but not given too much power, like we've seen what happened with Ten Hag. Um, but yeah, it's there are two different managers as well. Like Amarin will probably have to, you know, play what a back three slash back five, you know, he'll probably want wing backs, things like that. So there are things to consider as well. Like, will it fit, you know, the players that we have in our squad? Um, you know, because we're gonna inevitably get rid of a lot of players anyway. So, um, yeah, and it's it's I think it's important that we kind of sort it out early, to be honest. You know, if we are gonna get rid of Ten Hag, I think it's actually better if we do it now. Um Rather, rather than do it in the summer. So I think it's important that Ineos kind of have that, um, you know, thought in their mind and already hopefully, you know, maybe doing work in the background already after the back of the result. Because, um, you know, in terms of trying to get the manager, first of all, you know, like Hassan said as well, you know, you've got other clubs, you need managers this summer. Um, so one thing, that's one reason to move early. Another reason is obviously so you can identify the players that you want to bring in for them. Um, and obviously... You know, kind of build from there. That's the that's the most important thing. Who you're going to be needing from the current squad next season? Who you're going to get rid of? Um, and who you're going to who you're going to bring in in the summer? That you know that all does rely on the manager as well. So, uh, yeah, um, I'm not too sure to be honest exactly who I want, but it's just one of them ones, isn't it? I'm not gonna. I'm I'm not really a the ma- like a massive fan of anyone really. Like not the way I was for Ten Hag with Ten Hag. I've, I was like, I want this manager, but now it's it's not that same feeling. Like I'm not sure. I think Ten Hag just kind of given us that sort of. He's kind of got us all shook now. The way he's he's kind of turned out, you know, we Give can't really. Ick. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's it's like pre- I think everyone was really invested emotionally in yeah. in this manager and this process, yeah. and it's just like it's just heartbreaking to see it it's, most likely because, end this way. I think right now, if. Say Ineos took control of us right now and Tenag was still at Ajax and all the managers were still available. Who would you have taken? It would have been Tenag, like. It would have been Tenag if, say, Ole got sacked right now. 
and we had to plan for next summer. And Ineos are coming in with new guys. There's all all these managers available. Who do you go for? Like, it wouldn't it be Tenag? That's the sad thing about him. That, 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 yeah, right, think? right, man, wrong time, maybe. I think it's like he, he's sort of put the bullet in his own skull, really, as well, with not sticking to his principles and trying to go half half in what he's doing. If he had better players, I think he'd stick to some, but. Yeah, obviously Ineos, Ineos putting one billion in the club and they're not they're not just gonna give the you know coaching keys to a guy who has not shown it since yeah, they've come yeah. in, so yeah. Yeah, that's the thing. It's just one of them ones. I think he just needs the perfect environment, the perfect scenario. He needs everyone fit. He needs like solid depth in the world, which obviously every manager should want and fair enough. As at Man United, you wanna give that for your manager, but Certain times you're gonna to have to go through rough patches. You're gonna have players injured and things like that. And there are the times where you're really tested, and there are the times where you kind of got to show your real character. And when we've been in those situations, he hasn't shown it. And in fact, he just made it a lot worse for himself. Um, whether that's with his, you know, team selection, whether that's with his player management, whether that's with his in-game management. You know, there's so many things that he's shown us. You know, when the when when the going gets tough, and the way he's kind of performed in those situations is just, you know, it's horrible, man. Like. And we've seen it for like the last year, I guess, last year, because I mean, since Lissandro got injured, it's just kind of been a downward spiral the first time he got injured. And then again, this season, he's got injured as well. I mean, that 45 minutes of Wolves, against Wolves, you know, that's all we had. That's all we had really in terms of, you know, kind of really seeing some sort of, you know, identity and vision with this team again. Because since then, like, even when, so even when Lissandro got injured, yeah, we were still playing games and we was winning them. But we was, we knew like against Villa, for example, we, we beat them, but, we knew we should have lost that game, really. Like, if we're being real, we probably should have lost that game. And if Villa were clinical, they would have beat us. Um, and I mean, you know, as soon as I saw like how teams were playing when we had to bring up bring off Shaw, like we bring up bought off Shaw, I think in the last two three games, I think at half time, something like that. And we've been bringing on Lindelof, and then you're thinking, you know, what if Shaw Shaw like you know he just doesn't come back and he's injured, and you know how are we gonna how are we gonna end up performing? And I mean, I think. The Fulham game was a was the perfect you know example of that you know that's how we're gonna play without without a proper left back and then next thing you know we hit with a with the Hoyland dagger and that's just the kind of final nail in the coffin for this season I think um, I just don't think we can recover from this point and I don't think this manager is gonna be able to recover either I think it's uh, I think it's over man I think it's it's time to go yeah it's 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 brutal man I think for the next. Next one, I just look for someone who can like inspire the fan base too. I think that's something that Ten Hag has had trouble with, like connecting with the fan base. I don't know if it's like the language barrier or exactly what it is, but just communicating his philosophy and stuff to the to the fan base and whatnot. But yeah, a, a, a tough day um, to be a Manchester United fan. Uh, tough season, um, probably one of the worst seasons in in this decade kind of 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 despair for Manchester United so far um just due to the up and down nature of it and finally getting all our guys back and then four games later we're pretty much back to square one um and yeah it's just it's tough to look ahead to this next week and then the rest of the season figuring out how we're going to salvage something um hopefully we can you know FA Cup on Wednesday hopefully we can just scam a win away yeah, at what? the city ground and 
and yeah, try to move on to the next round because that's pretty much all we've got to play for at this point. I, I think top four or Champions League is, especially if Arsenal go out, we actually need Arsenal to win, <laughs> funny enough, <laughs> to, for the coefficient. Um, but if they go out, for, that's cooked. Say what again? would you do for the midweek game? What would you pick? <laughs> I don't know because I think Lindelof came off injured from what I could see. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Evans left back, yeah. <laughs> Throw a 16-year-old in there. I don't even know. Johnny, Levin's, Johnny Evans left back, yeah. Amrabat left back. We can go back to that, I guess. Because if Casemiro, Casemiro's going to be out probably with a concussion. So oh, yeah. It's going to be McTominay, Kobe, Bruno. Amrabat. Amrabat left back. I, just, I don't even want to think about it, bro. Such bad vibes. What do you do? I, I do up front, I do Rashford gun. I try, I might really, but yeah, you know. but is that even gonna happen? I would do, <laughs> yeah, I would do. I honestly didn't think Forson played bad today at all. I thought he was unlucky to get yeah. hooks early, to be honest. I I don't understand why we can't try him up the middle and just not. I don't know it's because Eric needs to be direct, bro. He yeah, wants to go long, and it's just not, he's yeah. not that type of player. We would be forced to play more on the ground. Forson did look right today as well for some reason. I don't know why. It's because they're doing that rotating thing. Just so uh, dumb. Forsen, Forsen looks, his passing looks okay, Forsen, you know. Yeah, yeah no. He's, he's always he's pretty tidy. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, he's a tidy player, but I just think Ahmad's going to give us some more. Like, yeah, he just has more confidence, like more willing to like take risks and like go at players and like make something happen. Where Forsen, I feel like, is more just trying not to make a mistake, you know. Technical ability of Ahmad is really underrated as well. His passing is just top he yeah. can play in them pockets and you know in and around the box uh, i don't know i don't, I don't know why tenag isn't playing him honestly yeah. it feels like just start him on the right one game at least give him give him one game see how he does it's annoying like, yeah, like the way he threw him on as well it's, it's almost like it's almost like shades of the way he handled palestri like you just bring it up you, know, you come on for 10 minutes and um you know you know, do something. Come on, the ten minutes. Do something. Prove yourself, yeah. But it's just ten minutes. Like, what do you expect him to do? Like, even today, he he came on for obviously we've added time as well. You know, he came on for what around twenty minutes maybe. And I mean, he didn't get much of the much of the ball. And like, obviously, he could have done a few things better. But again, it's just one of those things. Like, you're not even giving the kid a chance, man. Like, how, what do you expect him to do? Um, and and yeah, man, it's just sad. Like, he should have started today. Reading, really. he should have started today. But um, I mean. Yeah, it's a weird one, Tom. I'm not sure. Ten Hag just seems to have this thing where like, he doesn't... Go ahead. I don't, I don't know why people are on, on Rashford as well because, I mean... Yeah, no, that was weird. What is he supposed to... What was, what was he supposed to do today? Yeah, that fan... Yeah, that yeah, fan, you know. It's not like there's 10 other players on the pitch and, you know, two, three oh, others have came bro. on. There's a whole coaching staff. <laughs> I think it's just Rashford versus Fulham. <laughs> yeah, yeah I guess. Though. I mean... It's not they're they're getting onto him for for not the big thing with Rashford is like he doesn't it's like always like an effort thing right or like yeah. a when we weren't even we're literally playing a mid block we're not even trying to press high that yeah. much so like what yeah. what are you actually getting oh if you're not if you're not in the uh in the stadium you can't you couldn't tell he had like, some he had some some runs and some. Like it was a great. It was the it was the definition of a graveyard shift. Like that is, yeah. if you look up graveyard graveyard shifts in the in the in the dictionary, you'll just see a picture yeah. of Rashford versus I, Fulham today. I don't get the effort talk because last two games, especially that last game, 
he yeah, against been, Luton. Yeah, like, he's he was, brilliant. He's yeah. really good. He didn't get a goal assist, but you know, all around yeah, players, he he Ever yeah. since he's come back playing on the left with that front three, he's been great. He's been tracking yeah. back. Like people just even that I put a tweet out about kind of the, the dynamics of the front three and how Forsen why Forsen is playing on the right, why we're accommodating a kid making his first start and all the quotes and stuff is about Rashford's best position is not in the team, like all this stuff. And I'm just like, I just don't understand how this guy gets, how he's just like the punching bag every time when he doesn't, he has, he did nothing. I just don't know how you can watch that game and, and think Rashford is the issue. Yeah. He, I, I think if you look against Villa, he, he got that assist for Garnacho. Did Garnacho score an offside goal that day or? Villa away or at home? It was at home. Yeah, yeah, he got the assist. Yeah, he's been yeah. so he works well with Garnacho. He works with the well with Hoyland. And obviously, he works with, well with Bruno. I don't, I don't get why people say he's not a team player because you know sometimes he takes risks he, himself. And he like, gets and he he play every time someone else is forced to come into the team in that front three. He's the one that gets pushed yeah. out of his preferred position, and he never yeah. compl- he doesn't complain at all. He just plays. He may not be play as well because he's not in his, you know, the position where he's at, at the best and and you know is caters to his strengths the most. But he still plays all the time. If um, there's not many like talents like Marcus Rashford who has been like the, the leader of this team on the pitch for a while, who would be as okay playing yeah. in so many different positions to accommodate other people. So I don't know. People I think people like, shouldn't. People act like he's Ericsson in in the tuck. Like he does no, this guy's freaking generational talent. I think people should he's maybe not the take highest a work rate, but he has been working quite yeah, recently. Yeah, I mean, yeah. So I, I don't get the effort talk. I think it's just something that's planted yeah. in people's minds, and they'll just keep talking yeah. about it. It's like one once they see something, it's gonna take a really long time for it to go away. Just like you know the the stuff on Maguire, really. People yeah. see it, and then Dallow people say, "Oh, he can't defend." Well, today yeah. he wasn't the best, but we've seen he can defend. People say, "You know, Anana can't save shots when he's his uh, obviously his stats for shot stopping at one of the highest in the Premier League." I think once you get a agenda or once you get a viewpoint in the United fan base, it's really hard to make it go away. And just like yeah. people are saying now, Elise is injury prone. When he's come back from a hamstring injury to play four or five full nineties, really. yeah. The... yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot, a lot of things. Yeah, no, it's tough when you know you don't get interviews and then you throw some temper tantrums. But we move. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> yeah, I was just a mug, man. Like it, it doesn't make sense. Like, why would you? Like Rashford and Garnacho, we know they've both been playing well, yeah, on the left and on the right, yeah. That's one thing. Cool, you lose your centre forward, yeah. Like imagine being Rashford in that situation. You guys know I've been onto Rashford, yeah, but I would be so annoyed if I'm Rashford. Like, imagine a kid coming in, yeah, a kid who's not really been. He's not even. It's not like he's been moving mountains in the youth team or things like that. He's he's just a kid that Tenag likes, yeah. Cool, and he's brought him in, yeah, and he's basically told Rashford, yeah, you're going centre forward because I want to play this guy at right wing and then I'm going to be move Garnacho at left wing. So you're basically going to have to be the one that, that's being sacrificed. It doesn't make mm-hmm. sense. And especially because the way we want to play is, oh, cool. Tenog, you want to play direct, yeah? You know that your centre forward barely gets the ball. So you know that, you know, you, you do like to use your, your wide players more, um, especially if you want to be direct. So have two of your more quicker players, more direct players, more dy- dynamic players on, on the wing rather than having 
Forson, who we know is not really, you know, he's not the quickest. He, he doesn't really seem like that sort of electric sort of player. You know, whereas Ganache on the right, you know, we know what we're going to get from Rashford on the left. We know what we're going to get, and he just completely just oh this guy man. It's, it's just we could go on all day in it. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. I just had to say it again, man, because it just no, it doesn't sure. I, I don't understand, man. I just I just hope Palmer gets a chance in midweek and Yeah. You know, Play in the ten man. Put Bruno on bench. <laughs> yeah, but Tommy yeah. in the play. Really this man. Bruno guy, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he, yeah, he acted. He acted yeah, like he got yeah. shot in the hamstring in the last in the last like five minutes, and he started taking shots from thirty yards out. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I'm sure you're right though. No, yeah. Ahmad was in. Ahmad was in on one of them, and he, he uh, looked yeah, him off yeah, to take a thirty-yard shot. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's just uh, yeah. I think wrong. If it goes, do you think it improves from here, or do you think it just? Nah, nah. I don't see it. we're getting <laughs> with the personnel. The, the, there's so many bad players on the pitch now. It's yeah, just like mentally, I think it's just creeped into them now. Yeah, yeah, yeah I think they've clocked that like, they're not getting top four. Um, and they're probably they're not just... gonna win nothing else this season. I think once we get out of cup, that's that's when it'll be like, yeah, downward okay, spiral. Gonna mail it in, yeah. <laughs> so uh, Etihad might be a bad day. Etihad might be, bro. This oh, yeah. week, if we get knocked out of the cup and then lose like. Three now. It doesn't even matter. I mean, we're for sure losing, but like the manner of the game is just like we're never. The way it's gonna play out, yeah. You already know, man. We're not getting touched with the wall. Yeah, just we're gonna be running around chasing the shadows. It could be it. I mean, I mean, interim for the rest of the season after this, Carrick vibes. (laughs) After this week, I could be, I could be into that. You know, salvage something. Yeah, Colin McKenna, Darren Darren Fletcher in interim. Give Waza a go, man. Why not? Yeah. Just saw something on Twitter. Um, Arsenal have scored half the goals in February that Manchester United have scored the whole season. So, yeah, uh, yeah they've been smashing it too fair. Yeah, so we'll leave you with that, I guess. Um, <laughs> it's been a good therapy session, guys. It's been helpful. My head was was hot. It was on Mars. Now it's it's a little bit more back to Earth now until I watch it. No, no, you can't. We've we've tried to find positives and and we've tried. We we've really tried our hardest here, but at some point we just gotta we just gotta call it how it is. The writing's on the wall for this manager, for this team, and for this season, unfortunately. But Maybe we can scam a maybe we can scam a cup victory and, and have a little bit of copium. Oh, we're in the Round of 16 in the FA Cup. That's something, right? Yeah, if we get knocked out by Forrest, then it's not. <laughs> yeah, maybe we can get a Morgan Gibbs white goal or something to push yeah. agendas or. We'll find some copium in, in, in this. Don't worry. That's, that's what we do best. But until next time, uh, appreciate you guys tuning in as always. Make sure to get outside. Don't let, don't let United ruin your whole whole weekend um enjoy enjoy i don't know is it what's the weather like over there probably raining it's got to be raining yeah it's cold yeah it's cold that's tough (laughs) well it's uh 70 degrees and sunny in los angeles here so i'm gonna go gym and uh get outside a little bit but till next time appreciate you guys tuning in thank you hassan and shez as always we'll see you guys on the next one peace